Welcome to the Navigating Cancer Together podcast. My name is Talea Dendi. I'm an 11-year cancer thriver, cancer doula, and owner of On the Other Side. I use my experience to help others get on the other side of cancer. Gaps between the guidance, emotional support, and education that are needed and what one receives can be huge. This podcast fills those gaps by sharing stories, resources, and information about all things related to cancer and wellness. I interview guests from all walks of life who are living with cancer, caregivers, and those who are thriving on the other side. Also, I talk with organizations, healthcare professionals, and experts in the health and wellness spaces who offer complimentary and integrative care. Join me. We are in this together. Disclaimer, the purpose of this podcast is to educate and to inform. The podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professionals and is not intended for the use in the diagnosis or treatment of individual conditions. Guests who speak in a podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conditions conclusions. Neither Talea Dendi, Navigating Cancer Together, On the Other Side, LLC, nor any of its affiliates endorses, supports, or opposes any treatment option or other matter discussed in a podcast. The mention of any product, service, organization, activity, or therapy on a podcast should not be construed as an endorsement. Hello, and welcome to Navigating Cancer Together. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. I am your host, Talea Dindy. Today, our very special guest is Dr. Patrick Vickers. He is a 1997 graduate of New York Chiropractic College, representing the face of the Gerson therapy worldwide. Dr. Vickers is featured in the epic documentary, The Truth About Cancer, A Global Quest. Dr. Vickers' patient is also chronicled in the classic documentary, The Beautiful Truth. Dr. Vickers was personally trained by the family of Dr. Max Gerson, who has been called the most eminent genius in medical history. The Gerson therapy has the most storied reputation to date for its ability to reverse advanced cancer and degenerative diseases. Dr. Patrick Vickers continues to carry on Dr. Gerson's legacy through his premier advanced Gerson clinic in Mexico, as well as lecturing and interviewing on various platforms around the world on the indisputable cellular science behind health, disease, and the Gerson therapy. Dr. Vickers, thank you so much for joining us today and welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. My pleasure. Let's start talking about Dr. Gerson. Please tell us a little bit about who he is and why Dr. Schweitzer gave him such a lofty title as the most eminent genius in medical history. Yeah, that's right. Nobel Peace Prize winner Dr. Albert Schweitzer called him the greatest genius in medical history. Eight years before Schweitzer won the Nobel Peace Prize, he had severely advanced diabetes. Dr. Gerson cured him in six weeks. Schweitzer's wife, Helena, had terminal tuberculosis. Dr. Gerson cured her in six months. And their daughter, Raina, when she was just three or four years old, had an undecipherable skin condition. And Dr. Gerson cured her as well, all using the same treatment. 
So who was Dr. Gerson? He was a German medical doctor back around the turn of the last century, right around 1905, he graduated from medical school. And while he was a student at medical school, he was suffering from severe migraine headaches. If you wanted a superior medical education, you went to Germany at that time. That's where you went anywhere in the world. You would go to Germany to get the best medical education. So he had the best medical doctors at his disposal and they could not help his migraine headaches. So he set out to cure himself his migraine headaches. And lo and behold, he cured himself by altering his diet, detoxifying his body, taking out all the processed high fat, high salt, high processed foods of the standard German diet of that time, which is the standard world diet of today still. And he cured himself. And he opens up practice after graduating, starts using his migraine diet on his patients. When one comes back to him completely cured of his skin tuberculosis. So he starts curing tuberculosis around Europe when tuberculosis was killing a million people in the time that it was ravaging throughout Europe. And he was reversing virtually every single case of tuberculosis that came to him. Then he discovered he was able to reverse advanced terminal cancer using his treatment protocol. And that's where he became renowned for his 55 years of practice. He became renowned for his ability to reverse advanced terminal cancer. Now he died in 1959. He was doing all this between 1905 and 1959. And since then, we've been carrying on his work for the last 45 years in Rosarito, Mexico with our clinics down there. Eight movies have chronicled his work. No other therapy in the history of medicine can remotely boast that kind of exposure on an international scale. Why? Because there's no other therapy in history that has the ability to reverse advanced terminal disease and all the other degenerative diseases that we're dealing with today. So that's the legacy that Dr. Gerson left behind when he died in 1959. The most powerful therapy in history for being able to reverse advanced disease. Dr. Vickers, what is Gerson therapy? The Gerson therapy, it's a very highly intensive, highly specific therapy. When you have cancer or any advanced disease, the rules of diet change. Things that might be healthy for a healthy person might not be healthy for a cancer patient. But in sum, Gerson's therapy is 20 pounds of organic fruits and vegetables every single day. Our patients are getting one juice every hour on the hour, fresh press that need to be drunk right away, hour after hour for 13 hours straight. The patients are getting 13 fresh pressed juices, organic. And if it's not organic, our patients die. It's that simple. It has to be organic food. And if it's not organic, our patients do not survive. So the foundations are one, it has to be organic, 20 pounds of organic fruits and vegetables every single day, 13 juices. Now, when you do that, you have to detoxify the body. Not only are patients coming in extremely toxic from an environmentally toxic world we live in, but their diet and lifestyles are loaded with toxicity. The things they put in their mouth, on their body, these things that people are doing to themselves today are just killing them. And so you have to detoxify the human body. Gerson made the coffee enema famous. There is not a more potent way to detoxify the human body than a coffee enema. And so our patients are getting five coffee enemas per day while on the therapy. 
That's the amount of detoxification that's necessary to reverse an advanced disease. So Gerson is renowned for the diet and the coffee enema. Now, with that, there are very specific supplements that also need to be taken while on this therapy. And all those supplements are geared towards the restoration of the human metabolism. If you read Dr. Gerson's epic book that he wrote before he died, there's one word that he mentions over and over again, and that word is metabolism. Disease is ultimately a breakdown in human metabolism. Now, what, what is metabolism defined? If you define metabolism, it is defined as the breakdown of food into energy. When you see someone who's sick and or dying, what do you notice? They're lethargic. Why are they lethargic? Because they're losing the capacity to produce energy on a cellular level. And your body needs massive amounts of energy on a daily basis to maintain a healthy immune system, let alone cure a sick and dying one. And Gerson's therapy is geared towards the restoration of metabolism, the breakdown of food into energy. That is what the failing mechanism is behind health and disease. It's no mistake that in natural medicine, what are we taught? 70% of your immune system is where? In the digestive tract. 70% of your immune system's in the gut. Where does the breakdown of food into energy begin? In the gut. And then once you heal the gut, then you have to be able to convert that food into energy in the cells. So we do things to prohibit our bodies from doing that as we go through life from our diet. The fats we eat, the salt content in our food today, that's destroying the internal metabolism of the cell. So everything we do is based on the restoration of the gut and the cellular metabolism that we've destroyed through poor dietary choices our entire lives. So this is the crux of the Gerson therapy. And people say, why is the Gerson therapy so successful? And the reason why it's so successful is because it's the most difficult. It is the most difficult therapy to do. And that's why it's the most successful. There are no shortcuts to healing. It's that simple. And so this therapy is a full-time job when you have advanced disease and you're not gonna get better or optimally get better or increase your chances of getting better from an advanced disease if you don't dedicate yourself to the work. Thank you for explaining that, Dr. Vickers. When someone is into survivorship, how can they still use this therapy to continue on and continue to stay ahead of cancer and hopefully they won't have a reoccurrence? Yeah, is it well, still effective? Absolutely, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? And so optimally, we would love all our patients to be coming to our clinic for prevention. But unfortunately, the reality is human beings won't change their lives really until they're sick. And even then they still won't change their lives, a lot of them, which is always mind boggling to me. But the reality is, look, this is not just a therapy. 
This is a lifestyle. I've been living this lifestyle for 25 years since I met Charlotte Gerson, Dr. Gerson's last living daughter, who's iconic or was iconic in natural medicine. She passed away three years ago, but she was an icon for 50 years up until her death. So it's a lifestyle and it's not just a therapy. These principles apply to living a healthy life, not just for curing disease. That's very true. Dr. Vickers, how did you get the honor to live with the Gerson family, to train with them? I wanted to be a chiropractor ever since I was 11 years old. A friend of our family's was a chiropractor. They were staying at our home for the weekend. Their five-year-old boy was sleeping with me one night in my room and he woke up with a cough that wouldn't stop. And he coughed for 20, 30 minutes straight. His father comes, lies him on the end of the bed, adjusts his neck both ways, and he stopped coughing immediately. And I said, that's what I'm going to do for a living. And so here I was, 11 years old, very powerful experience. So now I'm a year away from graduating chiropractic school at the age of 28. And Charlotte Gerson's invited to come speak at my school, New York Chiropractic College in upstate New York. And the moment she opened her mouth, and started talking about her father and his therapy and how he was censored by the U.S. government, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry. They destroyed him. As soon as she opened her mouth and told her the story of her father and how he was reversing virtually every single disease, I said, that's what I'm going to do. And so I had a year left in chiropractic school. And when I graduated from chiropractic school, I briefly worked as a chiropractor in Lima, Peru. I ran a chiropractic clinic there. But in my free time, I would just lecture at the clinic on the Gerson therapy. And I was so passionate about it that I wrote a letter to Charlotte. And I said, Charlotte, uh, telling her how thankful I was for her father and his incredible work. And recognizing that passion, she invited me to come live with her in San Diego for two months where she had all her father's handwritten original files in her garage, the files from 1910 to 1959 when he died. And I'm one of only a handful of people who've ever had the honor of actually touching and reading and studying those files. And so that's really the history of my work with the Gerson therapy and being intimate with his family and his legacy. Thank you for sharing that, Dr. Vickers. That truly is an honor mm. to be able to go back, way back in 1910, and just see how ahead of his time Dr. Gerson was. Way ahead of his time. Even today, 60 years after his death, he's still way ahead of his time. Wow. Dr. Vickers, it seems that cancer is everywhere. We hear about it so often. It's affecting younger people all over the world. You mentioned that diet is a big factor. What do you think is causing so much disease today? Back in 1900, they say one out of every 60, some say one out of every 100 people got cancer. Now we're going on one out of every two are going to be guaranteed of getting cancer sometime in their life. So what's happened between 1900 and 2022? They wanna tell you it's genetics. Anybody who knows anything about evolutionary theory, and it is theory, will tell you that it takes hundreds, thousands, millions of years 
for genetics to change, right? So it certainly isn't genetics that within 100 years, we've gone from one out of every 100 to one out of every two. What is it? It's nothing but a massive expansion of the industrial revolution that's belched every poison into our air, our water, our food, the stress levels, the relationships. These things accumulatively have absolutely destroyed human health around the globe. But the most predominant factor in that is diet. Because even with a healthy, pure diet, if you are exposed to a lot of these other things environmentally or even stress, you can hold off and combat basic degenerative diseases. So really when it comes down to it, we're digging our graves with our teeth and with our forks. And that's really what it ultimately comes down to. And so when you start to come back into the laws of nature as it relates to diet and detoxing our bodies, you find that these diseases don't prevail. And so when we talk about genetics, it's not that genetics causes disease. We're all pre-genetically disposed to get something. You may be pre-genetically disposed to get ovarian cancer. I might be pre-genetically disposed to get prostate cancer. But when we stay within the laws of nature, those genes don't express themselves. Only when we step outside the laws of nature do those natural predispositions express themselves. So what it's really called is epigenetics. Today, epigenetics, the effect of diet, lifestyle, and environment on our genetic code and our genetic predispositions is what's ultimately causing disease. Thank you for explaining that. Gut has come up several times already in our conversation here. Can you just go a little bit deeper, Dr. Vickers, and explain to the audience how important the gut is? It also can affect our mental health and other parts of our bodies. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, sure. We know in natural medicine, the gut-brain connection, right? That's why the Gerson therapy, it's not only curing cancer, it's curing virtually every single disease. And that includes anxiety, depression, and schizophrenia, which often come as a package. So we're curing that as well. Why? Because when you heal the gut, you heal the brain. It's the gut that's ultimately responsible producing, for producing serotonin, right? And so that serotonin is what heals the brain or heals these other conditions where serotonin is lacking. When they give drugs to people who are suffering from depression, what do they give? Serotonin uptake inhibitor. So the gut produces serotonin. So if a gut's not healthy, it's not going to produce the proper calming mechanisms of serotonin that the brain needs. So it's no mystery that a sick, deranged gut causes a sick, deranged mind. And so today with antibiotics, GMO foods destroy the internal lining of the gut. All these processed foods with all the artificial flavors, the artificial colors, the artificial chemicals, partially hydrogenated oils, all of these things are literally causing our gut to have holes and burrowing holes in our gut lining. And so you have an incomplete structure 
where poisons are leaking into our bloodstream, proper bioavailability of nutrients because the body can't break them down properly. All of these things are taking place in a deranged gut. And until you can restore that gut, you can't heal. And there's only one way to restore the digestive tract, and that's food. There is no other way. You can take supplements till Christ returns, and you're not going to heal the gut. It's that simple. You need 20 pounds of organic fruits and vegetables in the form of juices in order to heal the gut. People criticize the Gerson therapy sometimes because the meals are actually thoroughly cooked. And they're like, cook the food, you destroy it, it's no good for you. You have to be on an all raw diet if you're sick. Do you know that is not a good strategy for an advanced diseased patient, an all raw diet? The juices are raw and they enter the bloodstream almost as quickly as alcohol does without the energy required by the body to break them down because they've been made into juices. The fiber's not there. When you put someone that's sick on an all raw diet and their gut is so deranged and not capable of breaking down the raw fiber, when you give an all raw diet to a sick patient, they can't handle it. And Gerson instinctively understood this. People who are really sick, their meals actually need to be cooked thoroughly because cooking is a form of pre-digestion. So the ability of the patient to be able to convert that food into energy is actually much more efficient when it's cooked. Now for a healthy person, a more raw diet would probably be beneficial for maintaining health. But when you are a sick patient, especially advanced disease, a raw diet is not a smart idea only raw in the form of juices. Now you can have fruit, oranges, apples, those things the body can handle. But broccoli, cauliflower, nuts and seeds, carrots, those things are very difficult for the human body to break down because of the high fiber content. So these things are not on the Gerson therapy in their raw states. A salad is very easy to digest. Some baby greens, organic baby greens, not a problem. An all raw diet is not what we put our patients on. And again, that's what made Gerson an intricate genius against all his critics. Oh, you can't cook food. That destroys the food. Yeah, but they're getting 18 pounds of raw nutrients in their juices. They don't need the nutrients in the meal. They need the fiber, but they need that fiber cooked so that it can be easily broken down and digested and go through the digestive tract. And they need that food to be easily converted into energy. And raw is not the answer for an advanced patient. Dr. Vickers, what are some of the common cancers that you see at your clinic? And why do you think that is? It's the reproductive cancers that have just exploded. When I say reproductive, that would be ovarian, breast, uterine, endometrial, prostate, testicular. These have exploded. Why? For all the reasons we've already discussed, right? Environmental, diet, 
those are really the prevailing factors, diet, but environmental as well. But mainly, the main reason for the explosion of these cancers is estrogen. The estrogen in the environment today is everywhere. We know that the birth control pill and estrogen therapy in postmenopausal women, the side effect risk is cancer or in women trying to give birth artificially. They are almost guaranteed to get cancer. Did you know that? That's women, I didn't know. Yeah. Women who give birth artificially, their risks of cancer go absolutely through the roof. Why? Because of the hormonal treatments they have to go through. And so the amount of estrogen in the environment today is absolutely destroying human health. So the question is, where's all this estrogen coming from? Okay, it's coming from everywhere. But most notably are all the things in your home that you put on your body that have artificial aromas. Scented candles, perfumes, soaps, detergents, shampoos, the things you plug into your wall to make your house smell nice. These things are deadly poisons. They are loaded, they're made with artificial estrogens called xenoestrogens. Xeno means foreign. So they're made with artificial foreign estrogens that give them their aromas. And those estrogens are 10 times more volatile on the human body than your natural estrogens. And these things that we have in our environment today are absolutely causing reproductive cancers to go through the roof. You must get anything with an artificial aroma out of your environment. Zero, nothing. That includes perfumes, cosmetics, the deodorants. And the deodorants are so deadly toxic. And where are you putting them? You're putting them right here next to the breast where the lymph nodes drain into the breast. Stop using deodorants. What can you use? Lemon. You use lemon. You cut the tip off of a lemon, squeeze a little juice out, put it under your arm, put it in a Ziploc bag, stick it in the fridge, and use it for the next two, three weeks you can use it for. And it is better than any deodorant you will ever use. You, it's amazing what a lemon does when you use it as a deodorant. So these things are destroying us. Now that's just one cause of excess estrogen. Where else is it coming from? All your petroleum byproducts, car exhaust, plastics, petroleum jellies, all of these things are loaded with estrogen mimics, styrofoam. So you go to Starbucks, you get your nice hot steaming coffee in a styrofoam plastic lined cup and you're sitting there sucking that down day and night. And you're producing cortisol from the drinking of the coffee. And that cortisol ultimately goes down hormonal pathways and creates excess estrogen. 
So typically, the woman with fibromas, endometriosis, fibrocystic breast disease, ovarian cysts, what's the classic, what's the classic demographic? A highly successful, stressed-out female who drinks coffee all day That's the, and who has a poor diet, high in fats and high in processed foods. That's the other issue, fats. How are all your hormones created? All your hormones are created from cholesterol. So a diet high in fat, or if you read your labels, your ingredients on your labels, you'll see partially hydrogenated oils. So cooking with oils, partially hydrogenated oils, high fat diets with cookies, cake, ice cream, cheese, butter, meat, all of these things are high in cholesterol. And so cholesterol goes down estrogen pathways to make estrogen amongst other hormones, whether it's testosterone, progesterone, whatever, but particularly estrogen. So these things today are causing a massive rise in reproductive cancers just because of the excess estrogen in our environment and in our diets. Thank you so much for sharing that, Dr. Vickers. And it's so important because like you said, we use these things every day. They're in our homes, they're in our cars. So if we're not educated about them, we can't really do anything about it. So I wanna thank you so much for pointing those commonly used things out that there's other options too. So you mentioned that using the lemon. And I just want to encourage people to go through their homes and see what things that they can get rid of and put something else healthier in place. Yeah, that's exactly right. Scented candles, for example, you can buy wax-based candles with essential oils added instead of synthetic aromas, right? You can buy a diffuser and dump a little bit of essential oils in a diffuser. But you have to be careful with that, too, because take lavender, rose, geranium, for example. Those are really high in estrogen, natural estrogens, okay? So if you're a cancer patient, you're not going to be using those. You just won't use those because they're too high in estrogen. Not until you're well can you introduce those. But some like sandalwood or frankincense and myrrh, right, those aren't so high in estrogen. Your citrus-based ones, they're not so high in estrogen. But your flower-based ones tend to be higher in the estrogen. Great information. Thank you. Dr. Vickers, I want to switch over to some of your very dramatic and successful cases or clients that you've had that you've helped them heal from cancer and other diseases. Share a couple of those stories with us and how you worked with them. One case comes to mind, and you can see me interview this young man on my website, gersonclinic.com. His name's Michael Kaler, and he came to us with a five-inch tumor in his lung from lymphoma that was compressing on his lung. And so he came to our clinic literally with six to 12 months to live and on severe pain medications because the pain of that tumor compressing on his lung was so great. By the time he left our clinic three weeks later, he was off his pain medication. So he goes home. You have to continue this therapy. If you're an advanced cancer patient like that, you have to continue this therapy for two years. So he went home, continued the therapy for two years, and lo and behold, two years later, he was completely cured of his lymphoma, completely. 
and he remains alive and well and completely cured today. Another lady, I can't really mention her name. She's actually a, a renowned worker in the entertainment industry as she works with wild animals. She trains those big wild animals for Hollywood films, but her name, I'll just say Edie is her name. She came to us with advanced colorectal cancer at the age of 46, 47, and she was stage four bleeding rectally and in excruciating pain as well. She did the full Gerson therapy two years. She's alive and well today. There's another guy, prostate cancer. His name's Joe. I don't want to give out his last name. He was also, he's a writer in Hollywood. He was a Hollywood writer. We live in, we live near LA. So we get a lot of those <laughs> characters coming down from LA. So anyway, Joe is a character. Anyway, he came in. Now, a typical PSA, prostate specific antigen test result for a cancer patient might be in the realm of anywhere from 20 to in really bad cases, 200, right? Joe came to us with a PSA reading of 1,061. So that tells you how bad the disease is in the body, how aggressive and how prevalent it is within the body. When that comes in, we're scratching our heads going, we're not going to be able to help this guy. But he was still lucid, still energetic, still had was relatively robust, though he was really skinny from the disease eating away at his body. So when he left, you know, some circumstances, we felt he wasn't going to be able to do the therapy because he didn't have a lot of support. And so we really didn't think Joe was going to do well and make it. And I kid you not, six months ago, I get an email from Joe. He's been on the therapy now for about a year. And his PSA was 14. Wow. It went from 1,061 to 14. Now I was scratching my head going, we just don't know who we're going to heal and who we're not going to heal. There's people who walk through our clinic. We're going to think it's a slam dunk. No problem. Easily heal them. They don't make it for whatever reason whether it's compliance, whether they did stuff wrong, who knows? Maybe they didn't have the will to live. The will to live is huge. Yes. Joe had a will to live. And so here's Joe alive a year later, and now it'd be a year and a half. He's almost finished with his two years. It's inspiring. It really is. It's amazing and great work. You're right. It does take a will to live and a dedication to say, hey, I have to make these major changes to save my life. And if people are not mentally ready to make those changes, it's only so much you can do. That's right. My job is not to inspire. I can't inspire people to live. And people want to talk, people constantly want to chat with me because they can't get that inspiration themselves. It has to come from within. I learned that very early on in this work. My job is not an inspirational coach. My job is to give people the truth and what they do with that truth is what they're going to do with that truth. You know, I mean, when I mentioned Christ earlier, how yeah. did Christ end all his sermons? Mm -hmm. For those who have ears, let them hear. He knew that if once he was done talking, if there were a thousand people there, about 10 of them actually heard what he had to say. Yes. They all heard the words, but only 10 of them were really listening. And so that's the reality. That's how people are, just general human nature. And it's really hard to get people to, to listen, to inspire people to want to live and change their lives in accordance with the truth, because it is the truth that sets these people free.
and heals them. So true. I would like for you to make a distinction, Dr. Vickers. Your clinic is called the Advanced Gerson Therapy Clinic. Can you please elaborate on the difference between your clinic and therapy and the original Gerson therapy? That's a great question. As grateful as I am for Charlotte and her legacy of carrying on her father's work, her taking me under her wing and allowing me to go through her father's files, one of the biggest mistakes Charlotte Gerson made was she refused to change her father's therapy from the day he died in 1959. What people don't understand is that Gerson was the consummate scientist. He was constantly trying to perfect his therapy based on what was coming out in the scientific literature of his time. Just to give you an example, he died in 1959. So he'd done the Gerson therapy for 50, 55 years up to that point. In 1952, he completely revamped his juicing protocol based on what was coming out in the scientific literature. Gerson himself said, there will come a point where my therapy won't get the results that it does currently. And he was right because he saw the direction society and the human body was going. Every generation that's been born since Dr. Gerson's death is constitutionally weaker than the generation before because of all the garbage and poison that their parents have been exposed to. The diets, chemotherapy, radiation, drugs. Gerson didn't have to deal with any of that. He didn't have to deal with patients who received chemo. He didn't have to deal with patients who were on 10 medical drugs before they came into the clinic. This stuff has all occurred in the last two, three generations since his death. Gerson was a consummate scientist. So if he were alive today, you can rest assured that his therapy would be following the science and he'd be adding and taking away based on that research. Charlotte refused. And I believe Charlotte had such a deep psychological attachment to her father that she couldn't release that and move her therapy, her father's therapy forward. She kept it stuck at the point of his death. And that's the biggest tragedy that she left behind. And it's understandable for those who don't know up until Charlotte died three years ago, she was the longest living Gerson survivor. Oh, wow. Her father cured her of advanced tuberculosis when she was 12 years old. So you can imagine the deep psychological attachment she had to her father and how she just could not move forward. And I think that is the ultimate cause of why she didn't move forward. So. We've taken Dr. Gerson's therapy, the basic tenets that he left us with, and we've advanced it with the advanced protocols we use at our clinic that have all come out based on the scientific literature. You come to our clinic, you get the basic Gerson therapy as Dr. Gerson left it, but you also get all these other treatment protocols that the science goes to the ceiling on. Oxygen therapies, turmeric, aloe vera, spirulina, but revolutionary aloe vera and spirulina, raw, not bottled, 
not powdered and freeze-dried. We're talking raw living material that's fresh right after it's been cold pressed and shipped to us frozen and in cold packaging. All of these things that we're doing is what we're using at our clinic to enhance the legacy and the treatment protocol that Gerson left behind for us. Wonderful. Thank you so much for making that distinction, Dr. Vickers. For the people out there who are interested in knowing more about your clinic, please explain the admission process, how much it costs, is it covered by insurance? Can you please explain those things for the listeners out there? Yeah, that's a great question. So unfortunately, things are not covered by insurance. When you come to Mexico, unfortunately, everything is out of pocket. Now to come to our clinic, it's simple. There are three parameters by which we accept a patient. They must be able to eat, they must be able to drink, and they must be able to eliminate without any major hindrances. They can't have blockages in the bile duct, blockages in the colon. They have to be able to eliminate blockages in the renal system. So if they can eat and drink without any major problems to consume all those nutrients they need to consume to get well, we can accept them. So we'll ask for their medical records. We'll do a detailed current history of being able to do those things. And then we'll make that decision whether or not we can accept them. I can't tell you how many people, unfortunately, I have to turn away every week because we can't help them. They're so far advanced that they can't meet those three basic obligations of eating, drinking, and being able to eliminate without any major problems. So we're constantly having to turn people away. But once we've determined that, then it's simple. All we require is a deposit to hold a reservation. You must stay with a minimum two week stay obligation. It takes two weeks of living the therapy out day after day in order to learn the specificity and the intensity of the Gerson therapy. So you are a 24 hour live in patient at the clinic learning how to do the principles of this therapy. Then you leave, you continue to go home and continue the therapy for another two years. Now the cost to come to our clinic is $6,950 per week. And that includes a lot. And that's pretty much the comprehensive protocol. There's about three therapies that aren't included in that that are optional. But in that $6,950, it includes a companion. You go home with three months worth of supplements on the Gerson therapy. You get airport transport to and from the clinic. You get follow-up care included in that when you go home. So $69.50 is the cost for a cancer patient. Now, if you're a benign disease patient, autoimmune, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, the cost would be $4,000 a week. And it doesn't include the supplements. It doesn't include a companion. So those two things aren't included. You know, so to come to our clinic for two weeks and receive the standard protocol with the advanced protocols as well would be $13,700. A lot of people go bankrupt and their houses get seized because they can't meet the treatment for their chemotherapy. So to come to our clinic and have to spend $13,700 what you get at our clinic would be like what you would get on an all-inclusive two-week trip vacation. And so people will spend that on a vacation. And so it's completely affordable for most people if they're suffering from an advanced disease. 
Dr. Vickers, what advice do you have for people suffering with cancer and any degenerative disease, as well as people who just want to get and stay healthy? One of the primary causes of all diseases are animal products. It's that simple. We are consuming so many animal products today. In the Bible, it always mentions the king's food. And the king's food was always associated with disease. But what was the king's food? The king's food was this was meat, cheese. These were the things that the kings ate because they could hire a hundred guys to go out and kill food for them. A kill was a very rare thing for poor people. Poor people didn't have access to a lot of meat. But referencing the Bible, that rings true today. Today, the amount of animal products that we're consuming, that's one of the other major causes of disease. As I mentioned, estrogen, right? High yes. fat diets. Where do high fat diets come from? They come from eggs, from mm -hmm. meat, from meat. cheese, right? So these are the things that people really have to start cutting back on. And people say, I eat only organic grass-fed meat. That's great, but it's still too high in protein, still too high in fat. Even if it's lean, it's going to be high in fat as well. And you certainly don't want to be eating a lot of eggs and butter. No doubt about it, that is feeding cancer today. We know that for a fact. When Dr. Gerson had to give eggs one time to his patient, mm -hmm. it was a compromise he made with their medical doctors. And when they fed the patient raw eggs, their tumors grew mm -hmm. out of control. Why? Because tumors love the fat in animal products. They will literally feed on that fat. We've proven that. They have to eliminate the animal products. Secondly, you have to eliminate salt. Salt is the primary cause of all disease today, not just high blood pressure and heart disease. Salt is a major cause of all disease today because it destroys the internal metabolism of the cell that I touched on early in this interview. And then you have to not, you have to be careful of the fats you eat, the oils. You don't want to eat a diet high in saturated fats. Saturated fats prevent the body's ability to oxygenate tissues because of the hydrogen that's in them. Fats are defined based on their saturation with hydrogen. Saturated fats are completely saturated with hydrogen, like cholesterol, like coconut oil. Olive oil is monosaturated. Some bonds are saturated, some aren't. Flax oil is polyunsaturated. That's actually medicine because flax oil's ability to draw oxygen into your cells so you can convert food into energy, there's nothing like it. Raw flax oil was the only oil Gerson used that didn't cause tumors grow. All the other oils he tried enhanced tumor growth. And the only one he used that didn't cause tumors to grow was raw flax oil. So you have to be careful with the amount of oils you get in your diet. You shouldn't be eating more than a tablespoon, maximum two per day of an oil. And you never, ever cook with oils ever. Hmm. They have to be eaten raw. Thank you so much for that information. One thing I wanted to ask you about, because we hear so much about sugar, Dr. Vickers. What are your thoughts on sugar? You always hear people say, well, sugar feeds cancer. Yes. And so the keto people 
who are out there telling people you got to do the ketogenic diet. Don't eat fruits and vegetables because they're too high in sugar. That's outrageous. If sugar's fed cancer, sugar's from fruits and vegetables, the Gerson therapy would lead people to their graves quicker than they're going to get there naturally. Because you're getting 3,500 to 4,000 calories per day of fruit and vegetable sugars. So why is it the Gerson therapy is the most renowned therapy in history for being able to reverse advanced cancer if sugars feed cancer? Because sugars don't feed cancer, they heal cancer. Mm -hmm. How does the human body create energy? Sugar. The way the human body creates energy is through the consumption of fruit and vegetable sugars and the presence of oxygen. So the only way you can convert sugar into energy in the human body, it requires oxygen. And this is ultimately the crux of the matter. If there's anything you can take home with you tonight, it would be this. How many times have you heard an alkaline diet promotes health, Yes. an acidic diet promotes disease, right? How yes. many times have we heard that? A but lot. Yeah, that's right. That is the, you, you hear this constantly in mm -hmm. natural medicine. It's never explained what does that mean? What are we talking about when we're talking about alkalinity and acidity? We're talking about pH, right? Yes. What's pH? pH is potential hydrogen. So potential hydrogen. That's what we're talking about. Alkalinity and acidity, we're talking about pH. pH is potential hydrogen. Acidity which causes disease, by definition, is the buildup of hydrogen in the body. Why does that cause disease? Because when you have a buildup of hydrogen in the body, the charge at the level of the cells prohibit oxygen from getting into the cells and converting your food, your sugar, mm -hmm. into energy. So where are you getting this hydrogen from? I just told you. Your fats. The fats people are consuming today are what kind of fats? Saturated fats. What are fats saturated with? Hydrogen. They're saturated with hydrogen. When you have cells made up of saturated fats because your cell membranes around the cell are made up of fats, whatever fats you're eating. So if you're eating saturated fats, as oxygen approaches that cell, the amount of hydrogen at the level of the cell membrane is literally repelling oxygen away. Hmm. And so the definition of acidity is the improper body's utilization of oxygen. You cannot oxygenate tissues converting your food into energy when you have too much hydrogen. When you read a label, partially hydrogenated oil. Companies have learned they can bubble hydrogen into their products and they can keep them on the shelf forever because it stabilizes them. But that destroys the human body's ability to convert that food into energy. And that's why we have such an obesity issue today. If you can't convert your food into energy, mm -hmm. it gets stored as fat. So this is very important to understand. Sugars heal cancer or any disease in an alkaline diet where oxygen now can get into the cells to convert those sugars into energy. 
this is the work of Otto Warburg, who won the Nobel Prize in Medicine and Physiology in 1931. It's called the Warburg Effect. He talked about this is what he won his Nobel work on. And he won his Nobel work on proving that cancer, viruses, bacteria cannot survive in a highly oxygenated environment. And he went on to describe that it was an alkaline diet that ultimately determined the body's ability to oxygenate tissue. That is the issue of alkalinity and acidity. Alkalinity promotes the oxygenation of cells being able to convert food into energy. Acidity, because of hydrogen and saturated fats, prohibits oxygen getting into the cell and you being able to convert sugar into energy. So the keto people, they have it all wrong <laughs> and they are leading so many people, I'm not kidding you, to their death mm. by telling people to not eat sugars because sugar feeds cancer. Fruit and vegetable sugars heal cancer because they're alkalinizing the body allowing the body to oxygenate and allowing the body to convert those sugars into energy. An mm. acidic body, an acidic diet, i.e. a keto diet, cannot do that. It promotes disease. Wow, Dr. Vickers, thank you so much for breaking that down and explaining that in detail because I've never heard it explained that way before. And every time I hear someone mention how bad sugar is, they mention inflammation in the same sentence. Do you really think God created something that would be harmful to the human body mm -hmm. in fruit and vegetable sugars? You have these people out there touting their theories and their ideas that just go against common sense. Dr. Vickers, based on all the information that you've shared with us here today, please tell people where they should go if they have cancer or any other disease and they want to get information on the disease, treatment, where should they go? Our clinic's website is gersonclinic.com. You can go to our website and you can listen to me for hours in lectures that I've given in interviews that I've given. You can go and listen to me literally for hours on our website, on our YouTube channel, and there's a wealth of information in those things. In 25 years of doing the Gerson therapy, you learn a lot about human health. And so I would go there, gersonclinic.com, and if you have cancer or any disease, you wanna do the Gerson therapy. It has 110 years of proven success greater than any therapy in history. That's why eight movies have chronicled our therapy. No other therapy can remotely boast that exposure on an international scale. So gersonclinic.com is where I would send anybody that wants to heal from disease. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Vickers. Before we end here today, I would like to ask you two more questions. The first question is, what is something that you've learned in life that you would like to share with the audience if it's something you haven't already shared? what I've learned in life. I'd have to say that God is real. He's real. What's going on today in this world? I'm a believer. I believe in the scriptures. The scriptures are clear. And what's going on right now is I've brought revelations to life. Our Father has given us everything we need in order to maintain health. And that's in the Bible. And that's just in common sense observation of nature. 
And so what 25 years of doing the Gerson therapy has taught me is that the truth will set you free. When you come upon, when you stumble upon the truth about like what I do in the Gerson therapy, it opens the window to everything going on around you. My clinic is a microcosm of what's going on in the world today and what's gone on in the world for the last 6,000 years. So we have watched a degradation of not just the human body over time, but the human spirit, human emotions, the world, the wickedness. It's just, it's out of control. Finally, what's next for you and the clinic, Dr. Vickers? Any newer things on the horizon? No. And the reason why is, again, what we're dealing with today, we don't know what they're going to throw at us next. This has been completely orchestrated. Everything we're going through today, there's no mistakes behind it. It's been completely orchestrated to save the planet. They're on a mission of depopulating the earth. You don't know what they're going to throw at us next. So you just don't make major investments and changes until this all settles. And honestly, I'm more in the downsizing and rearranging our operations because I believe at one point here very soon, maybe in the next year or two, you're not even going to be able to go into Mexico without vaccines, without whatever, digital passports or whatever, chips in your hand. That's in Revelations, right? It's coming soon. Where we're all going to be chipped if we want to participate in society. And I'm actually trying to make it go towards a more domestic focus on treating people. And it's illegal to have a Gerson clinic in the United States. That's why we're in Mexico. If I open this clinic in the US, I would go to jail. It's that simple because it's illegal to treat people with nutrition that are suffering and dying from cancer. That is the law, if you can believe that. But with that said, I'm still looking to go more domestic with it at some point because I really believe that they are going to start shutting borders and keeping people and prohibiting people's movement and putting conditions on those movements like vac vaccinations. And I can tell you 50% or more of the people coming to my clinic, they don't want to get vaccinated and they won't. I see myself having a halfway house eventually where people will come for a long weekend and I won't treat the patient, but I'll teach the patient and their families how to do this therapy at home. So I think that's where I'm heading over the next few years, but I'm waiting to see where this all takes us. Wonderful. Dr. Vickers, thank you so much for your time. It has been an honor to have you here on the show. I want to thank you for all the education that you've given us and most importantly, the honesty that you've given us and the resources and teaching us different ways to think about our health and the things that we've been told over the years about cancer and treating cancer. We just need more information. And that's why I do this show because sometimes people want to know what else is out there. So thank you for your time. There's a lack of proper information out there and Gerson set the story straight. And that's why Schweitzer called him the greatest genius in medical history. Thank you so much. My and. You're welcome, my pleasure. Before we end today, I would like to give a shout out to the listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have enjoyed this episode, please share, subscribe. That is it for this Wednesday. Until next time, let's keep navigating cancer together. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Navigating Cancer Together. I hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe, and if you enjoyed the show, please share or tell your friends and family about it. 
For notes from the show and previous episodes, visit ontheotherside.life and check out the podcast section. I would love it if you joined us for the next episode. Talk to you soon.